Good morning, ballers. Welcome to the 63rd episode of The Step Back. It's your host, Leon Tompkins, my main man, Jacob Moses. Here, Saturday morning education, Saturday morning frustration, Saturday morning, well, you feel like the rest, but uh, we're back after another week of basketball, playoffs, uh, Olympic teams named, Scottie Pippen dirt. And, uh, you know, we're, we're back in the fold. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good. Um, no complaints. Ready to talk to this basketball. I mean, playoffs have been crazy. Blowouts. I mean, just buzzer beaters. Uh, you can't go wrong, man. But these four teams that's left in it, we're going to get a show. Yeah, four teams left in it. Uh, not what most people expected. Uh See, my man bought out a fishing pole. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot. You know, fishing pole. We got a couch. Uh, two game sevens last week. Last weekend, I went to one in Brooklyn. It was, it was exciting and heartbreaking at the same time. I, I, I cursed Joe Harris' name the whole way home. Uh, I uh, avoided people for the next twelve hours. You know, you get the text messages, you get the, you get the trolls. I, I expected it, you know, but it, it was a disappointing loss for the for the Nets. Durant did all he could, played all 53 minutes, but he was out of gas for the overtime shot. And I will say that that tying shot in the overtime, I initially thought was a three, and then mm-hmm. when they showed when they showed the screenshot of his toe on the line, it just makes it that much more frustrating mm-hmm. to know how close you were to knocking them out. But <laughs> it, it was, a, <laughs> yeah, man, it, it was, it was so frustrating. So, so heartbreaking to watch Joe Harris just brick every damn shot possible. I mean, mm. for a guy who's been money all year to just shoot the same percentage as Ben Simmons. <laughs> Like, it is not like these are contested shots. These are wide open shots he's been knocking down all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 was just very very frustrating to watch. And give Drew Holiday, give Middleton, and give Giannis some credit because Holiday took over in the fourth quarter in the last two minutes, and Middleton hit the shot in overtime to put them over the top. And Brook Lopez with the game saving block to you know, coming back to haunt Brooklyn. So, mm-hmm. credit to Milwaukee. This was a hell of a series, but definitely not the way I expected this to finish. Yeah, I kind of, I would say that I feel for you, but I don't. Ha ha, gone, fishing. Here you go, enjoy, my brother. Let's go catch a gang of catfish and that B-I-T-C-H. But, no, seriously, though, Joe Harris, that, we, we talked about it. The biggest accusation of, the offseason, you know, Joe Harris, you know, re-signing him. Who knew that the ending would have been Joe Harris just not being super cool Joe, as they call him, whatever the hell they called him during the season. Yeah, he he bombed out. But there were plays, man. It was a stretch where Milwaukee couldn't score. You guys couldn't score. Uh, when they actually – when they made that play where they could have iced the game and, you know, Brooke Lopez didn't know what the hell he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I was like, okay, they they probably gonna jump right back into it. But I will say, 
not having Kyrie, obviously. You had Harden. Yeah, he wasn't 100% but still it was a winnable game. But not having Kyrie there kind of really bit y'all in the butt at the end. As we get for taking time. All that PTO, Kyrie. Knock that shit off next year. But, um, yeah, man, that, that definitely had to hurt. And that game was exciting. I couldn't imagine being there, that, that atmosphere. I guess Brooklyn does have an atmosphere at all. Hopefully they wasn't using any kind of fake noise, were they? <laughs> no, but they, they were counting Giannis free throws, and he oh, yeah. shot it. He shot it at twelve every time. It every got, time it got to the point where, like, he hit three in a row, and I was telling mm-hmm. people stop counting because he's hitting them at twelve every time. You're giving <laughs> them a rhythm. Just stop counting, and then once they stop counting, he airballed the next free throw. That was funny. Yeah, it's just free throws. That's, that's going to be the key word of this episode, free throws. Learn how to hit them. But, yeah, that water series, man, KD and everybody, he, he went off best in the world. No, it's still LeBron. I'm sorry. I don't care who's arguing with me. Um, I'm just saying. I love KD, love him to death. But when LeBron's still breathing, that's the best way. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. I mean, KD, he's a killer. Like, don't get me wrong. He's a killer. It's just like the whole – I'm going to bring this up now, Matt. You guys, you brought it up in the chat when somebody asked me, got on social media and said, oh, Trey Young is a better, he's a better option than Kyrie. What? I mean, come on now. You can't. I, I, don't, I just don't like he's finally in the playoffs. He's killing it. Yes, but Kyrie has done so much over these past few years. It's hard to put somebody over him in that position right now. But, yeah, people just jumped the gun too much. I, I get it. Everybody loves KD, but. Still LeBron, but Katie is a killer, man. That, that was fun to watch. That was the most fun performance I've seen in a while. Making it look easy. He was feeling it. He's I, I haven't seen him really get that like emotional in games. I mean, you had action, you had drama on the sideline, you had joking with him and um PJ talking to Katie's mom. It's not yeah, football, yeah. PJ. That that was great. <laughs> <laughs> love you, love you, PJ. Love you too, Wanda. So, you know, it, yeah, that, that 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 was cool. <laughs> like, it, KD dropped 48 in game seven. Like, you look, you look up at the scoreboard, you, you see the score, mm-hmm. and KD makes it look so effortless. Yeah. I didn't even realize he had that many. Mm-hmm. And playing all 53 minutes, I, I said before about load management, that's mm-hmm. why you do load management so they got, these guys have the legs mm-hmm. for to play. Because nobody ever going to question you when you play 48 and 53 minutes in the playoff game. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, the, that's the counterbalance. James Harden, I credit him for, for coming out there, giving it what he had. But he had some crucial turnovers, and mm. KD bailed him out a few times. I know he had one leg, but he still, like, he put up, he went two for 12 in three-point range in game seven. Uh, that, that, Killed them. Crucial turnover late in the in the fourth, and I, I think Nash got to the point where he forgot. He cut his rotation so much that you didn't see guys like Claxton. You didn't see guys like Mike James, who, granted, they're not on the same caliber as you know Blake Griffin or Harden. They could provide something that you can give. If you're not going to give KD a rest, give Harden a rest. Uh, but, I mean, they were a toll away from advancing. It's, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But looking into next year, I, I want to see 
how they improved the roster as far as that fourth and fifth man uh, mm-hmm. the position. Because mm-hmm. Blake Griffin, he he had a hell of a game seven. He just fouled out, mm-hmm. um, had 17-11, knocked down some crucial threes. They they had to improve that 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 center position because Lamarcus Aldridge, they had him there. There's no way they they lose this series. Mm-hmm. That I thought that was the biggest loss of the uh, of the season. You know, Kyrie didn't have Kyrie hurt, but I, I want to see where they go. Maybe acquire a Miles Turner or uh, see if they can bring in Kevin Love at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe Kevin Love might be like a buyout option. We see Kevin Love is in the Olympic team, so people are going to be recruiting him heavily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I even take a look at uh, your boy, uh, Nolan's Noel, someone who can protect. No. Uh, excellent lob guy. You know, him and Classic could be a nice tandem, but mm-hmm. I-, I think they have to improve that center position really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you did have another body on that bench. I mean, you know who he is. Yeah, we yeah, we you know. I, I mean why not? I mean, you need if you needed size, that, that was pretty much it. That's what you can use him for now. I mean I'm pretty sure he would he could have been he had the playoff experience. Like he'd never been there before. You you could have, but I definitely get your point. Um yeah, Blake Griffin was good. You know, it was nice of him to have a little flashback game, you know, which you were gonna see, as you know. But um yeah, you need to figure out Jeff Green. I will bring honestly bring him back next year. If that leadership and his relationship with KD is crucial, and you need a guy like that to bring the team together. Um, yeah, you definitely got to get back at that center. We we all talked about it. it's just like this. You kind of you're in a better position, but you're kind of like the Celtics. If you get that guy in the middle, how dangerous would you really be? I mean, like I said, you had so many things go wrong, injury wise. It, it was kind of hard to overcome. But um, shout out to, by the way, Melvin. Uh, of the facto Dong City uh, host. Yes, sir. Yes, that sir. Guy. He's up that in the building. And Felipe, we appreciate it. Uh, our podcast brethren. Um, he said, good morning, my podcast brethren. I'm about to cook breakfast while listening to you both. Hopefully it doesn't take me as long as Giannis at the free <laughs> That was a good one. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. You, you know you was going to get the smoke. But Melvin, he said, I'm just glad someone different going to win this year. I do agree with that. I want to see all Hawks and Suns. Well, actually, I wouldn't mind a Milwaukee and Suns or Hawks. It doesn't matter. Whoever's there, we're going to see the first championship by somebody, which is cool, which you want to see every year. Um, he thinks James Harden never going to win a ring in the league. What do you think? Obviously, you got him on your team. So, Hell, I really thought they were going to win this year. I mean, this was if this was if it was any year to do it, this was a year. But like you said, the injury bug really just caught them at the wrong wrong time. Mm-hmm. Harden in Houston got a bad rap. You see he really sacrificed his game here in Brooklyn. So the first series against the Celtics was pretty much what that that the three could do together. Mm-hmm. It just never it never panned out. I, I really think he'll he'll get one here. I mean, whoever wins this title this year, Brooklyn's still going to be the favorite next year to win, no matter what happens. Absolutely. And 
as far as Kyrie is concerned, I, I think, you know, they're talking about trade rumors. They were upset with his midseason pause. I, I, I think they put too much time invested in this to break it up so soon. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear stories of how Kyrie recruited KD before mm-hmm. they even entered Brooklyn. This was a planet. This was in the making. I, I don't see that happening because, one, uh, you don't want to upset KD. Mm-hmm. Two, there's not many people in this league you can trade Kyrie for, and you're going to get equal value. Mm-hmm. And three, um, it's kind of off the court. His involvement in the community here really does make a difference, and I, and I think that kind of outweighs what you get and his uh, mood on the court and off the court, but Mm -hmm. if there was any player that you could trade Kyrie for, the only one I would accept is Lillard. That's it. Oh. Only one. It's pretty bold. But it ain't happening. Yeah, it's not happening. This this (laughs) three is is really dynamic. The the games kind of mesh together, and I really want to see this thing work out. But I, I don't – all these pipe dreams of Kyrie to the Knicks or yeah, I don't all know that nonsense. All yeah, they, they, they can quit all that nonsense now. Nothing's going to happen. I no, highly doubt it. But Especially not a cross-town trade. No, 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 no. It's not happening. No, I'd probably be like um, a two-team trade. Yeah, it ain't – I don't want – I don't want – I love Kyrie. Another one I just love his game, personality. You know, he's rough on edges sometimes, but he's hard not to like. I mean, yeah, they both had the chance coming into the Knicks. It ain't happening. And I just had to ask you this one question. How many years you got left in that window? Well, they're talking about extending the big three this offseason. So, they're 34, probably still in their prime for another two, three years. Mm-hmm. I'd give it – I think they have a four- to five-year window. Okay. Because this core is already set. You can mm-hmm. easily get other pieces around them. So mm-hmm. I, I think that this window will be pretty long. Mm-hmm. It's it just really Katie's, bad luck in the first year. Absolutely. And then Katie's game ages because his jumper is there. So, yeah, all of them, they're pretty much ISO guys, but they, they can knock down jumpers at any time. So, yeah, I can, I can see that happening. Yeah, man, ISO but, gang's here to stay. I ain't so going nowhere. <laughs> That's the set that I read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be tall. <laughs> I feel too long. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Damn. That was crazy. Just he turned around and made that shot. I'm just like, how was it like the reaction when he hit that shot? I just want how it, was it, the feeling? Like it, it at was that wild. Moment? <laughs> the, the feeling when he hit the shot was wild because from well, from where I was sitting, uh, we all thought it was a three. So when mm-hmm. they put the two up on the scoreboard, we were like, huh? But there was no argument from Durant. There was no argument from anyone on, on the court. So we figured, mm-hmm. well, all right, it's a two, but. And the events leading up to it, because it was a 104-99 lead, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. So it was kind of, you're just watching the clock. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, we're that much closer than that's around. And then Middleton hits the corner three. Um, Holiday takes over, scores five straight points. And then Middleton hits the shot. And then when KD comes down and knocks down the game-tying shot, we're like, 
all right, we took a sigh of relief because you could see it like, shit, this is over. Mm-hmm. And then like, well, we got another chance in overtime, and in overtime, they ran out of gas, went 0 for 6, and mm-hmm. Helmut Walker didn't score either. And nope. It, it was just frustrating to watch because you, you know you have this all-time talent, but none of them could put it in the basket. And then what kind of upset me was uh, before that, before the air ball, mm-hmm. I understand why they didn't take the timeout. You don't want to have them set up their defense. But I think, I really think they needed to take that timeout. Mm-hmm. You, knew, you knew the ball was going to go in Durant's hands, but he's played the entire game. He had, extra he had yeah, he had no legs on that shot. Mm-hmm. It, it was online, but and I and I actually he stepped on the line again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I gotta know what that means. <sighs> next game, step back edition next year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, we'll I, I think they'll like you said, like I said, uh, they'll be they'll be the favorites next year. Oh yeah, for real. But uh, it was just a, a disappointing end to a really, really exciting season. But, mm-hmm. you know, bring on your trolls. Bring on your memes. <laughs> I'm here for it. I, I, I feel a bit better than I did last week. So, you know, bring on I'm the smoke. The, I'm definitely with you. Uh, but I don't feel as bad as Knicks getting there. Like I said, we both said it can go either way. I was hoping Knicks and six, but I was like, I wouldn't be surprised Hawks just roll over us, mm-hmm. which they did. They had a better team. Look what they're – doing now you know Trey Young still killing it right now boy cold except for last night um <laughs> he was cold all right um but yeah just as I'm not even upset like you said we were playing with house money I honestly think if we had Mitch Robinson there it, the dynamic of that series might have changed just a little bit I think we would have got a few more games in but we just know what we need now we got to get that point guard and I think that can be the driving force. Not Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose will come up a bit, but I mean a legit point guard that can put this thing together. So we have the pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the Randalls. You know, we got RJ coming along. You got Mitch still. You know, you still beat bench pieces. They have to figure that out too. But I'm liking what I was seeing. Right? They fought all year, and nobody expected it. Like, I, I would have been fine with eighth, and we wound up in fourth. Injuries, yeah, everybody had injuries, but they played harder than than anybody else. You hardly saw a game where the Knicks just got whipped on without a fight. So I'm happy. But yeah, I, I honestly thought y'all were going to win it all. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, okay, these guys are healthy. With those big three, you see how they whipped on Milwaukee. Milwaukee couldn't do a damn thing <laughs> to even stop it. So they, they definitely lucked out. So we're going to see how this unfolds. And like Melvin said, <laughs> you know, we're sick. KDS Pippen. <laughs> Man, P- Pippen is going for, for Scorch Earth. He's trying he's burning bridges all over the place. That new book coming out. We'll get mm-hmm. into that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, you, you brought up Trey Young, and we had another game seven that weekend. Mm-hmm. Sixers and the Hawks, another road team taking game seven. Ben Simmons. My man passed up a dunk on Trey Young to oh. pass the tie who made one out of two free throws. I mean, a lot happened after that, but, you know, a lot of people point to that instance in the game as a turning point. B did, Doc did. Now nobody is sure if <laughs> he's a point guard on a championship team. <laughs> uh, I, 
Honestly, Ben Simmons is still he's a good player. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's just his let me, let me try to besides him being crappy, but I think his confidence is shot though. Uh, you can tell it ain't no way you put a spin move on somebody, you have an easy dunk, and you just, oh, oh no, I don't want it. Dude, dunk the ball, you six seven six eight. what's wrong with you? We, we all know you can, you know, ram it on him. I just, that was all mental. Well, that he can't shoot, but it was it was all mental. Just the stuff he did. You know NB was really upset. You can just tell. Doc couldn't believe it. But it was a game the Sixers could have won. You know, they're at home. And you just had you had all, you had the momentum. You had the momentum going into it, and you know, and B he can only do so much. Tobias Harris doing his thing. It seems like even Seth Curry stepped up, and Ben Simmons. He he is a big part of that team. And <laughs> like I said on one of my posts, I bet you guys would have traded for Harden, now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he said that dynamic could have been crazy, but they decided to. Roll with Simmons, and once again, we go back to that key word, the key words, missed free throws, learn how to shoot them, get in the gym, and, I mean, dude, you got to get up to 75% something, 70 75% where you're not costing team games like this because these airballing free throws and just missing horrid, it's, it's bad, man. Yeah, these shots aren't even close. I mean, maybe Simmons didn't want to take the dunk because he didn't want to do the and one. But, like, I, I thought this series was lost way before game seven. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a 25-point lead, 28-point lead against Atlanta. You blow that. You have, mm-hmm. a, you have a, another double-digit lead in game six. You blow that one, too. I mean, at some point, I, I think Simmons was a scapegoat. A, mm-hmm. a lot of this, I mean, Simmons deserves some blame, but not as much as he's getting. Yeah. A, a lot of this has to fall on Doc, man. Yep. I mean, his, his a track record for this. Adjustments. His, mis, his misuses of the bench. Uh, poor adjustments. Mm-hmm. You know, failing to take out Simmons, knowing he's a poor free throw shooter. It's not like this is new news, you know. I mean, it took him five, four or five games to use Shake Milton. Took him another six games to use Tyrese Maxey. Like, do you know your roster? <laughs> and these are skilled guys, too. It's not like they're bums. Shake Milton had a little run during the season and last year where he was just putting up nice points. And Tyrese Maxey came along really fine. So either way, you could have – I know they believe in, you know, having your best plays out there. But in this case, Ben Simmons would have been on the bench for me. He would have been on the bench for the last few seconds, get better free throw shooters in there so they couldn't put you in that position to have missed free throws. You just got to to think of stuff like that. You can't have your worst free throw shooters out there at the time. Dude, what is he, like a 40%, 50% shooter? I'm I'm not having him out there. Yeah, so there's a stat that he missed more free throws in that playoff series than last year in his entire playoff career. That's terrible. And, and like, it's like a lack of mental toughness, lack of of execution to finish. Mm-hmm. You saw it last year with the Clippers, you know, failing to, to close out that 3-1 lead. And you look at it this year, failing to close out games. Maybe there's something with Doc that maybe 
and like we said last week, being a player's coach, I don't know if he's like kind of hold guys accountable because he's been defending Ben Simmons all year, mm-hmm. only to have him in the post game interview say, "Well, yeah, I don't know if he's a point guard for on a championship team." Well, you're the number one seed in the East all year. Wasn't this a championship year? Wasn't he mm-hmm. a point guard all year? Mm-hmm. He does things. Yeah, we get it. he does things that a lot of other point guards don't. We know he can't shoot. We know that's his limitations. Magic couldn't shoot. Jason Kidd couldn't shoot. Hell, Rondo so couldn't shoot. And you won a championship with Rondo. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden, you know, you, you don't know if he's that high of a caliber. You're right. Ben Simmons' confidence is shot. He needs to change the scenery. Where that change of scenery is, you know, we can leave that up to the people in the comment section who might want to throw some ideas out there. I, I, I mean, I think. I would take them. On the Knicks? Absolutely. Yeah, right. You crazy? I mean, you think he wouldn't fit that tip scheme, how he can play defense the way he does? I mean, I mean, you think about you, you want to get a chip off your shoulder? Get him back in the same conference? Well, what? That would be real interesting. I wouldn't say no. I mean, I wouldn't overpay for him, but that would be here's, interesting. Here's a max deal. You you have the picks to – you have the draft capital to make up for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's still young. That, that would be really, really interesting. But, you know, they probably want an RJ type. So I'm like, yeah. It's one person I'm not getting. I just don't like giving guys that's actually growing right in front of our eyes. I don't, I don't want them to make that move, but – I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad. No. Uh, Abby brings up a, an interesting team: Ben Simmons in Miami. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that'd be real interesting. That's not the worst. Jimmy, guy. Jimmy, nah, Jimmy might kill him though. Yeah. That'd be a. That'd be a. Yeah. Let him pass up shot like that with Jimmy on the damn team. You see what happened? I mean, that defensive rating. I mean, it's already good. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. You get up a Tyler Hero, you give up a mm-hmm. uh, you sign and trade with Duncan Robinson. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a formidable three. You bring back Oladipo on a cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, that defensive might be the best defensive team in in the league. Yeah, that would be interesting. Look at Larry go. Look at you, Larry. About time you got on here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I like it though. That, that's really he is a better fit in Miami though. Yeah, I, I like uh, uh, you know Warriors. Mm. Wiggins in the first. Ain't nobody be able to, I mean, Wiggins is going to be passed around like it's <laughs> Trevor Reason anyway, so he, oh, he'll be all right. Like Scotty Pippen's ex play? Oh, uh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, maybe uh, the, the Wolves, D-Lo in, in, in a first. <laughs> and Pop has great admiration for Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Could put him on a spurs for Murray and 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 a pick or uh, a sign trade with the Rosen. So you know it's anything is possible with with, with Simmons. Mm-hmm. I think a change of senior will work. Maybe boost his confidence because you, if anybody's been uh, looking around on social media, there's the video that was pretty old. Him just doing three pointers and pull up shots and fadeaways in the summer summer run where it's mm-hmm. like he just does whatever he wants on the floor. Uh, you know, uh, I think Ben Simmons is a 
can be an elite player in this league mm -hmm. with a jump shot. Kobe said so. But what he is currently, I don't think meshes well with Embiid. And Embiid is a personality that, you know, he wears his heart in his sleeve. And, and I think him and then Doc Rivers and the rest of the team with their, just, uh, with their failures over the past few years, I guess wait a lot on Ben Simmons. And you know the city of Philly, they will not let you rest. They're, they're ready to kick him out. You know, they're, they're yep. driving him out. They burned his jersey already. So I think we've seen the last of Ben Simmons in Philly. Yeah, they they gotta they definitely gotta figure something out with that one. But yeah, you said it before, like it would I forgot what episode it was, but you did say something about it possibly not working because of Embiid's game. And if he can score, like we all it comes back to yeah. it. if he can score, he would be fine. It it would be no issue. He's a great passer. His vision, great defender. Great defender should have been yeah. physical player of the year. But uh <laughs> But yeah, he just he does a lot of things great on the floor. It's just his scoring. It, it he's a big version of Rondo. Yeah, pretty much a big version of Prime Rondo. And they really, they he still has a ton a ton of value. So they, I don't think they're going to get shortchanged on it. But maybe they want to run it back. He's on a max deal, but I think that's up to Embiid. I think that's gonna that's gonna be a conversation with Embiid. Like, hey, do you really want this guy on the team? Let's make that decision and then go from there. But there's no reason, and much as I like Atlanta, there's no reason that they should have beat Philly. None. None. We got a couple more teams on the, in the comments section. The fleet yeah. brings up the Bulls. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bulls glory days are over, man. P Pippen is just reliving those now and – Man, please. And, and the Raptors. The hell are they giving up? Hey, Siakam. Damn, they giving up on him like that? <laughs> oh, I, 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 I think they're, I think they're done with Siakam. That was quick. You talking about a flash in the pan? They was like, oh, Siakam, you know, blah, just MVP for the team. And once they gave Van Vliet that bag, man, they just whoop that Kawhi effect. Ooh. I'll, be, I'll give you one more, uh, one more scenario. All right. Ben Simmons for CJ. Ooh, that. Now that would work because Dame is such, you know, Dame is the scorer on this, so that would be really. Wow, I like that. After that shit he pulled, <laughs> I think I think Dame was. Listen, <laughs> y'all need to do something. But yeah, that that actually would be a fair trade. Yeah, hmm. Because you got Anthony Simons that can actually stop. He's a knockdown yeah. shooter. He is really good. So yeah, he, you can slot him at the two and, and make that work. Huh. And, and it instantly improves Portland's defense, which mm -hmm. has been god awful all year. It showed mm -hmm. up in the playoffs. Dame scored 55 and it lose by 10. Mm -hmm. So. It could work, CJ, much maligned out in Portland for his shortcomings. Uh, maybe a change of scenery for both gives Billy another score, another another scoring option. They have enough defense with Tybal and and, oh. and and the rest of those guys, and then beat it by himself. So 
maybe best one that makes the most sense. I'm like you say, I'm not in love with Wiggins, but we'll see where Philly goes from here. <laughs> Felipe, I give the Bulls respect when it's when it's deserved, but hell no. I want my guy Zach the hell out of there. A S A P. But um no, I'll go back to what I said last week. You guys are you guys got talent. Are you you got Booch? I mean you <laughs> gave a pick for him. You see where that landed? I mean, but still could have been another piece. Mm-hmm. Thinking when y'all made that Booch move, that was a playoff move and shit, I don't think y'all even got close. Um <laughs> you got Zach. I don't think uh, Kobe is gonna be like the the answer there. So you might have to get another like a a guard, a strict guard that can really move the chain. Patrick Williams, we know about him, solid. Uh, you guys got a lot of work to do. We'll see. Yeah, they're gonna be in a run from Lonzo Ball. I think Kobe White is an excellent six man. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if Kobe White sees himself as a six man. <laughs> well, we see what they thought of Cameron Payne. <laughs> we see what Cameron Payne's doing right now, so there's that. Maybe the <laughs> Bulls have an eye for talent. They just don't know how to keep it. Very true. Very true. Um, hey, but I give y'all respect. Y'all pawned a fucking Eddie Curry on us, though. Y'all can know Yeah, but recently, nah, not so much. No, not at all. Uh Talk about the Kawhi effect. The Clippers also knocking off the Jazz. And another <laughs> real, real surprising surprising outcome. Without Kawhi, Jazz losing that 25-point lead. Gobert getting exposed. Defensive player of the year, sure. <laughs> uh, Mitchell playing on one and a half ankles. Mm-hmm. Bogdanovich played well. But the rest of the cast didn't. Uh, Ingles, O'Neal. Real disappointing end to an exciting jazz season because they, they were really hot all year. But credit to Ty Lu, man. That you know, Clippers go down 0-2, and that's when the party starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. That's Jerry Wine about that one. But that series, it it really exposed of how much they really needed Mike Conley. Uh, I mean, you talk about him, one of the most underrated guys, but he or the leadership and dynamic where Mitchell didn't have to do everything on the guard end, and it showed. But it also showed that they're not as deep as we thought they were. Because, I mean, O'Neal's good, but he only gives you, like, one and a half games of production. Then Joe Inglis, you don't know. Sometimes you'll just, oh, God, the guy from down under. And then all of a sudden he's just like, listen, take your ass to the bench and stay there. Um, who else do they even have on their team? Yang or Jang, what the hell, you get two points out of him? Yeah, they got to figure out the just the bench. They got to figure it out. They have the starting lineup is decent. I mean, you can bring Conley. I think they should bring Conley back. Hey, you were the first in the West for a reason. They can re-up with that starting five, but the bench, you got to get those pieces. Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year, you got him. But it's a few more pieces they need. I got to look at that roster to see what they can probably use. Maybe a stretch four. I don't – Yeah. They yeah. like a stretch four. They, they might be an athletic stretch four. They might be like a running back. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I like – see, look at you go. Yeah, that's another one they're wasting away. Trade that kid.
Uh, well, he can't stay healthy, but no, that's KP like. I called him KP like for a reason. <laughs> like, but like Clarkson dropped about twenty in a row between mm-hmm. the second and third quarters, and mm-hmm. the Jazz ended up blowing that game. Mm-hmm. Terrence Mann, thirty-nine points in Game Six. Paul George continuing his redemption tour. Mm-hmm. Clippers bench. You know, it's like you pick a person, one person's going to show up and really show out. That game was Terrence Mann. We've seen Reggie Jackson. <laughs> it's like uh, OKC Reggie Jackson, not oh, yeah. Detroit Reggie Jackson. He's showing up. <laughs> uh, you pick one as Marcus Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh, now in his Sun Series last uh, Thursday night, it was Ibika Zubox. Yeah. So... It, it, this I guess this goes from the difference between Ty Lue and Doc Rivers. Ty Lue recognizing his pieces, using mm-hmm. his bench, putting them in the best position to win. Where you have Doc Rivers doing the same old same old, and mm-hmm. well, you get the same old result. And look who's on the uh, outside looking in. And this is without a, a a top five, top ten player in the league in Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Who has a possible torn ACL? Possible. Oh, possible. Not, com- not confirmed. Oh, man, I don't. I think if he was really, he was good to go. I think he would have went. But yeah, you just it sucks because the Clippers really. This is the team that they could win a championship with. They really could. But I don't know how far Paul George is gonna go. But they're getting just production from everybody. Batum, Luke Kennard. Marcus Morris is doing his thing. I mean, you Terrence Mann, who had Rondo, Zubak. I mean, uh, I mean, it sucks that they don't have a Baca. That would have been nice. You got Patrick Beverly knocking down big shots. They're fun to watch, man. I really like what they did with this team. But all process, I will say this right now. I have never been the biggest Teron Lou guy, but this dude makes adjustments like no other. Uh, he is real. You can call him the Bill Belichick of this shit because he knows how to make adjustments to his squad. And the Suns really caught a break. I think if they got, if Kawhi was in this one, it I don't know how close it would be with them playing like this. They're keeping it close without, you know, they're. Mm-hmm. You can oh Kawhi yeah he's a better player. I mean without their best player and, you know Noah Baca, that's huge. Mm-hmm. That is <laughs> more than they know. But they they're keeping in it, man. They the game they could have won with the with game two. The value, value. This could have been up in this series, but yeah. Shout out to Ty Lue, man. Keeping them, keeping them strong and keeping them motivated to try to get these W's. And shout out to Rondo too because this dude is showing his leadership carries everywhere. Because he wasn't a guy that you can say, "Oh, Rondo was a leader" because of his antics and sometimes, but. Shout out to him. Shout out to PG. Because <laughs> that <Yeah>. guy, <laughs> I mean, pandemic PB got on him. And I, you, oh, man, I just, I, I hate seeing him play so bad because he's so good. I heard people say, Paul Judge is not underrated. I'm overrated. I'm sorry. He's one of the best two-way guys when he's on. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's the pressure. I don't know what got to him. But when his head is right, Paul Judge is one of the best in the league. And that's not even debatable. And it sucks at the end of game two because him and Booker were really doing it out down the stretch. Mm-hmm. 
were to come up with those two free throws he missed before the alley-oop, it was kind of crushing it and, and fed into the uh, pandemic P narrative because George knocked down a, had a nice Euro-step layup, knocked down a mid-range jumper mm-hmm. before that. But the last nine seconds of game two took a half hour. That's terrible. It, from the contested call out of bounds uh, off a of Booker where Pat Bev again doing what he does, and he was much maligned in the first series, didn't come off the bench. But again, Ty Lue recognizing his roster, knows who he has. Mm-hmm. Pat Bev going in there and heavily defending Booker. And the replay showed that, yes, uh, technically the ball did go off a of, of Booker's hand. Mm-hmm. With the years, uh, without the replay, it probably would have been uh, remained Sun's ball. Mm-hmm. But between that and knowing who was on the floor at the time, uh, with all that, it took a half hour. I fell asleep. I, I almost did as well. Now, <laughs> these are plays you can't challenge because you only get one coach's challenge per game, which I actually didn't like. I, I thought they should at least get two. If you win one, you can get another one. Mm-hmm. But the way – because in the last two minutes, everything's reviewed anyway. You're not going to review – you can review a foul at any time. But the replay, it, it took about a half hour. And we've seen the pace of play so far in baseball. Now if they're checking – uh, for foreign substances every half inning, and then you got the replay system where you can't review some plays, you can review other plays, but mm-hmm. some plays that don't make sense that should be reviewed aren't reviewed, and then you take another 25 minutes. And you see baseball games now ended up like a four-hour range. Do, do you think that the replay system should be adjusted? A little bit. A little bit. I mean – like you just uh, alluded to, but baseball takes way too long. As a Met fan, you'll hear Keith Fernandez just go, like, come on. If it's a clear-as-day play, check it twice, not three, four, five, six. Come on now. If you can't see it on the first two times, you need to get your eyes checked and let's get it going. Because it can be – if we can catch it right off the bat, you're there live, and then you're just like, why does this take so long? Are y'all, what do you think, more people going to tune in or something at the last second? Like, what, what's going on? But, yeah, they definitely need to tweak, tweak it, just like you got pitchers with their, you know, pitching clock or blah, 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 or, you know, Giannis at the free throw line, give them the same thing. That's how many seconds you have to get this call right and call it a day. But, you know, I don't think they're going to do anything to it, to be honest. But they did enough to actually get replays because, you know, they did all this, the CBA and stuff about the replays, and they now they got it, and there you go. Yeah, uh, you're right. I, I think there should be a time limit for any for every sport, actually, for replays. You know, football, mm-hmm. uh, baseball, this. If you want to – I think it's a nice balance between getting it right and having a pace of play. You put three minutes on the clock. If it's not done within three minutes, you either just go with it and, or, you know, move on because spending – five, six, seven minutes on this. Mm-hmm. Even, if, even if it is at the end of the game, it, it's not fair to those watching because it's on these games at 9, 9.30 at night on the East Coast. Wow. 
you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised I stayed up myself. <laughs> uh, but it's also not fair to the players and, and on a on a field or on the court where you have a rhythm, and then it's just thrown out of whack because you're sitting around for 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. aka ask Max Scherzer and uh, Joe Girardi. <laughs> um, yeah, Mad Max about to take his take his pants down. Shout out to Guillermo because he actually did it. He was like, "Hi, this. I was check me. Shout out. That that was great. Uh, it's kind of showing. It's showing up. I'm biased, which makes it even funnier. So he's just like, oh, oh. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the guys on Down City who do a great job. They're gonna cover that though. Uh, I'm gonna be looking forward to that because it's, it's probably gonna be hilarious. Oh yeah, uh, they'll be on next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, over in Baseball Life. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out Baseball Life, uh, you can you can come on in and you know answer some questions. You'll be right there. But um, it's also on the Life Group Podcast Network by uh, Dong City. So those guys do an awesome job. Uh, so we talked about the Jazz, we talked about the Nets, and we talked about the Sixers. Which one do you think was the biggest like collapse? Or mm. in, in your opinion, Sixers. Sixers, but they were healthy. I mean, you can't just – they were healthy. They had no excuse. You know, Utah, Mitchell was playing on one leg. You know, it's just – it wasn't going to work like that. No Conley, Mitchell, whatever, what were you going to get? You got what you could out of him at that position. Sixers. And B, oh, he's never healthy. Healthy all year. You know, still flopping. He got up, though. He got up. Did his thing, played his minutes. Tobias Harris, he was killing it. Ben Simmons, dude, it comes back on you. Doc Rivers not making his adjustments. You had everything was aligned for you to guys to be uh to make it to the finals at least. But Doc Rivers and his adjustments, they, they screwed him in the end. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with. I, I think the Sixers. The biggest collapse, the Jazz were the most disappointing. Mm-hmm. And the Nets just were just hard luck. Yeah. It's can't, can't blame injuries. Well, we knew this was going to happen with injuries. It was just when. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to happen early. In, well, it did happen early in the season, but it started hitting them hard once the playoffs started. And this is why they need to give these guys like ample time off. At the end of the day, no more rushing into that because this is going to ruin. This ruins a lot of stuff. Like I give this. That's why I, I give Bron credit about that. About saying that, yeah. But once again, he was just salty because they lost. Yeah. It wouldn't be. It, it, it definitely was. And, and you mentioned ample time off. Uh, the Olympic team been announced, so there's going to be a little time between the end of the season. And the Olympic team, and you got the Olympic, uh, the Olympic team to the restart of training camp, and regular season, and and all of that. Um, we got Kevin Love, Bradley Beal, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, Jeremy Grant, KD, Tatum, Lillard, Levine, Draymond Green, and Bam Adebayo. Thank you. One more big man now. I want to be. <laughs> I need a big man. I need another one. Kevin Love is a big man. What are you talking about? Uh, shit. Well, this ain't Kevin Love 10 years ago. 
Yeah, Anybody. Joker, yeah, Joker's gonna run circles around him. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna. I like the team though. It's it's pretty cool. Good mix of vets and for you know guys like Tatum to get into that state, get on that stage. I'm pretty sure Jalen Brown would have been there too. But um, just to see those young guys get a taste of what the Olympics is gonna be like, and hopefully go back to those. And it's gonna be like. Those glory days of yesteryear when they smacking all of those foreign teams. It ain't happening because there are a lot, a lot of skilled countries out there now. And, you know, the Lucas, you know, Canada, they got a lot of talent Canada, there. Canada is good. And they're loaded. <laughs> the Brandon Clarks, the RJs, the Shies, freaking um, – you'll see Kelly Olenek probably out there. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a lot. And Serbia, I, hey, tough teams. Um Australia, yeah, they, they're Australia. gonna be Spain. I mean, they, yeah, oh, Spain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's just uh, there's a lot of countries. Uh, I like the U.S. chances. Oh yeah, but like you say, they, uh, kind of wish they had another big man. But I don't think there's many big men here to go around. So yeah, I mean, Kevin Love well, might have been the best option. I mean, why not get some Boogie Cousins action up in there? I, I, I mean, I'd like to see Jared Allen though. Yeah, Jared Allen. I mean, Jared. Jackson, I mean, Triple J. Yeah, Jerry Allen would have been nice, actually. That's surprising. But, but Bam out of bios, more than sufficient enough. I, mean, I can see it, but I want to see some gold, man. Yeah, it, it, gold is the goal. We'll see how that, see what goes on from there. We'll be in Tokyo, uh, I believe, in end of June. No, not end of June, uh, end of July. Yep. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Uh, also has some. Coaching hires, you know, that real, real nice, man. Uh, uh, shout out to Jay Williams. Uh, shout out to the Celtics. Finally hiring <laughs> their first black coach. He <laughs> tires. Man, they already hate Duke as it is. Come on, man. Dumb nonsense like that, man. Like, come on. What come is on. this, Jay? Casey Jones. <laughs> I mean, Doc Rivers. Like, of, course what, what? You, of course you forget about Doc. Man, like, stay off the drugs, man. Stay off the drugs. <laughs> stay off the damn weed. But, jeez. Well, yeah, shout out to them. Hiring Udoka, paid his dues. Another one from the Spurs tree, I believe. I remember him playing. That's actually crazy. That's pretty crazy. But really respected around the league. It's his time, you know, his time is now. It's pretty awesome. Who else we got? Did they make it official with it? Uh, Chauncey? Yeah. Yep, Chauncey's like in there. You go last week. What did I say about Portland? Who did I want to see? Chauncey Phillips. Mr. Big Shot, you called it. Good. That's going to be really good for them, man. Um, him and Dame. I want to see how that relationship's going to work. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. Um, yeah, man. Like, Stephen A. Smith, he was going off about it. Excuse me. Now you got two. Yep, uh, Jason Kidd out Jason in Kidd. Dallas. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean. Did he coach Dallas? No, he coached. No, no. Is he assistant or anything? Yeah, yeah he, you know, he coached Milwaukee and he coached Brooklyn. He was the assistant okay. in the Lakers. Okay, I just, I thought he did something. I know he played, obviously played in Dallas. But I thought yeah. he was like an assistant somewhere. But Rick Carlisle, that. All right, just remind me. Am I going crazy or did he not coach the Pacers before? I thought he did. I, I'm not going. Did it for like three years, but I, I, I guess they. I thought he did, but you know I, I could be wrong. No, nah, that, that's I could have sworn I saw him on the sideline before. I got to check that right now. I, I know it was Larry Bird. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Nate maybe Nate Miller. Miller was after him, and then it was Bjorken. So maybe Carlisle wasn't there. Um, man, you know my memory about meaningless, meaningless shit goes, especially when it comes to basketball. <laughs> I, I, I ain't crazy. Uh, well, let me check. Let me check. But uh, Carlisle, I, I thought, was a lateral move. Yeah. From moving from Bjorken. Mm-hmm. I, I get where the roster is with Sabonis and Levert and their uh, aspirations to mm-hmm. move higher than mediocrity. Mm-hmm. But I thought Carlisle was the definition of mediocrity. So where are they? Where are they? What was the end goal here? Mm-hmm. I, I thought Becky Hammond has been passed over twice for this job. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even like to see Cassell in there. Yeah, Cassell paid or even, Like you said, Mark Jackson from last week. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Carlisle Carl did. He did. 2003 to 2007, before you got the job with the Mavericks. Okay, so, yeah, you were right. So, yeah, second go-around, I, I mean, it makes you wonder if his voice ran stale in Dallas. Could, could he do the same thing here? Because that was kind of what the issue was with Bjork and, you know, his communication style with the players, mm-hmm. m- much less T.J. Warren. And if the communication style in Dallas was a problem, what what makes you think is going to change here? I, I just think this is a bad recycled move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but Carlisle does have a track record. This is a, a proven team with some veterans, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't particularly like the hire, but mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes. Definitely could have had somebody younger but they have a young team it's not like they they have bets but they that team is average age of like 24 25 so with LeBert, uh turner sabonis and those guys so i just i do agree with you on the lateral move that didn't doesn't move the chains for me but you know can't get what you're going all the time man. no all the time like even the mavericks i don't well actually i kind of like that for luca yeah. He has to learn to be a point guard, and who else to learn from than one of the best point guards ever? And see. another one who didn't have a jump shot coming in. Damn sure did it. We couldn't shoot for a, a lick. No, no. But these, like these hires, these hires are are on the board. We still have Orlando and Washington. Uh, to announce, so I'm pretty sure they'll be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, first pick of the draft lottery was also this past week, but Detroit Pistons, man, Motor City. I mean, Detroit in itself is going through a rebuild with all its sports mm-hmm. teams, and, and I think they're all heading in the right direction. You know, you, you like, uh, I know with the Lions and the Campbell, they're doing really well over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tigers and A.J. Hinch, I mean, they haven't completely folded yet, but they're, you know, nine and a half games back, showing some competitive spirit out there in Detroit. And the Pistons, despite their horrid record, were in a lot of close ball games. Jeremy Grant was in the running for most improved player mm-hmm. pretty much the entire season. And... Well, we spoke about it before in a previous episode. Sadiq Bey and Isaiah Stewart, as you saw on, on the all-first rookie team, re- really show 
but they belong in the league. And Killian Hayes had a nice uh, end to his season. So mm-hmm. Pistons with that number one pick, I mean, they have a lot of options. Uh, it's only one option. It's <laughs> <laughs> only one option. It's <laughs> only one guy they're going. They probably going to interview. While it's only one team that he's going to interview. When we talk about K. Cunningham, that he's going to actually only interview with the number one team, which is the Pistons. So you put him there, and with a lineup of Hayes, but he's a playmaker too. K. Cunningham mm-hmm. is. So you you put Hayes, Cunningham, Sadiq, Stewart. You can throw in Jeremy Grant there as well. They have a formidable five, and I can see them kind of being where the Memphis Grizzlies are, you know, being on the cusp of making the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I, I like that comparison. Dwayne Casey, former coach of the year himself, mm-hmm. really instilling the culture. And much like uh, what Kenny Atkinson did for Brooklyn, show progression, get to that playoffs, and then really make a run at some free agents. Detroit. Uh, you know, building, building a winner uh, all around. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like that. Uh, I think Kate is the choice. I will say, you know, Jalen Green or Evan Mobley from USC, but I don't see where they go away from Cunningham. Uh, Houston, the number two pick. You know, so good for them. Got a young core over there with Porter and, and Wood. So there's nowhere to go but up, and they have all of Brooklyn's picks. So uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll be good. Three is in Cleveland. Cleveland could be in talks of moving that pick. Also could be in talks of moving Colin Sexton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you said before you, Nick should be on that phone for Sexton. young. Um, yeah, I mean, he doesn't pass the ball much, but he is a young bull. He will he will score. He will give you some toughness. Mm-hmm. Something the Knicks already have. It, you know, it's toughness. They can use the scoring. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who the fourth pick was. It was um, Toronto. Raptors. Yep. Toronto. Yep. So he needed that. Yeah. Rough season out in in Tampa. Uh, but, you know, they should be going back home next year. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning in that city going to the uh, finals. Stanley Cup finals win over Islanders last night, game seven. So, New York taking a rough one to chin on game sevens. Well, that's, the, that's the New York team. I didn't, I didn't have too much of a problem with them losing. Shout out to Vince from Dong City. We know, we know what's going on with that. <laughs> 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 Uh, yep. to the building. Yeah, that is true. That is, that is true. But, uh, yep, yep, shout out to Detroit getting that first pick of the, of the draft. I believe it's in two, three weeks. Is it really? No, no, it's the end of July. Further. Yeah, well, it's, gotta, no, it's, it, no. it's, it's usually at the end of, you know, end of June. Yeah. Like, end of and like right now, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually, yeah, usually right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we've been well, showing a lot of uh, uh, videos and posting the group of previous drafts, previous mm-hmm. first picks, and uh, DeAndre Ayton <laughs> said the twenty eighteen draft might be the best ever. 
let's check back in three years though yeah before you start talking that nonsense but i have to say this let me let's get an open invite since we're talking about draft felipe get the spreadsheets ready we're gonna be coming your way so you know let this be a, this is our formal invite when we get that going, we're going to need you. We would appreciate if you step on to step back. You want to get draft. Oh, yeah. Talk. Oh, yeah. He's excellent with that, excellent with the spreadsheets, and excellent with fantasy baseball because, I mean, again, I need some help. I, I <laughs> my, my pitchers are all going down. Uh, he talks fantasy baseball, him and Sean Flannery over in baseball life, usually Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern. 10 Central. Uh, this week we'll be going Monday night mm-hmm. uh, with Sean Flannery going over uh, well, damn near, near the All-Star break. So um, surprises and disappointments of the fantasy season. Uh, who to pick up, who to drop, and who could be coming back from injury. <clears throat> Chris Sale. So, you know, get your, get your guys ready. Uh, those guys do an excellent job. Total Basis Podcast. Usually Sunday mornings, this week on Monday night. Mm-hmm. He's in Canada. Who's playing for them? Drake. Drake? Drake? <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, total, way off topic, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow apparently have a version. So uh, I know what I'll be doing Saturday night. They have a what? If they, apparently they have a battle. I didn't even know they had 20 songs between them. Who the heck? Who okayed that? Listen, we, we ran out of people, so. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Soldier Boy, who said that one time was the second person? Yeah, you know, Bow Wow, Lil Bow Wow, Shad Moss, however you want to, <laughs> whichever name you want to throw out there. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, listen, once you get past Kiss Me Through the Phone, I'm out of here. <laughs> Guess he really looking for that biggest comeback of all time, I guess. Oh my god! But uh, <gasps> yeah, that's, that's rough. Where we at now? <laughs> yeah. You're talking about the biggest comeback of all time, uh, Scottie Pippen. <laughs> much in the he was hiding in the shadows, decided to come out, and he is coming out swinging. Uh, much like Kwame Brown, you have to poke the bear. Scotty Pippen is poking poking bears. KD, Charles Barkley, Giannis, Ben Simmons, Doc Rivers. Pick a name. You're probably on the list. Future, you know. So Malik Beasley, you, you might be on the list too. <laughs> uh, so made the reference to KD not being a team player, you know, being – LeBron not being on the same level. I mean, he doesn't have what it takes to win. So KD fires back. Well, Scotty, you really sat out because Kukos was the last shot, mm-hmm. which was documented on the last dance. Mm-hmm. He also sat out re- to rehab because of a contract dispute. Also on the last dance. And he's still upset that 
he doesn't get the recognition that MJ does. So as much as KD gets flack with being sensitive and, you know, sparing their accounts and who he goes after and what's said about him, I mean, granted, he could probably ignore half of this stuff. But uh, Scotty, like, who, who's really sensitive here? Yeah, I mean, you, dude, you could have just sat this one out, man. Because you, you can take multiple L's in the future. Or just, you, we all know the situation with that. Yeah. And then Malik Beasley, I mean, she yeah. was like a doorknob. Everybody taking a turn. I mean, what's next? Uh, I mean, what what is going on, Scott? Are you that hurt that you saw him with the cornrows? Are you going through like a, a after midlife crisis? Because, brother, what what the hell is your issue? Go go coach somewhere. I mean, I think you your son is getting up there to becoming a prospect if he's not already. Like, what the hell are you doing? Are you what for what? what? KD, we all listen. KD is a scorer, but you got scorers that can be playmakers on the team, like. And nobody, I have never heard one time from anywhere. I know I'm not in NBA circle, but from the outside, I have, have you heard anything about KD not being a good teammate or he's with the damn Warriors? And, you know, Steph Curry kind of. Yeah, he had to beg him. him. He had to beg uh, KD to shoot. Yeah, he was like, listen, he was like, listen, you KD, you know who I am? I mean, you know who you are? You shoot the ball. I mean, but I don't, Scotty must be all up in the I think he's really doing it because obviously now, you're going to get people to read your book, Smart Moon, Scotty. You know, we know, I know what you're doing. He want people to read his book, too. So he's like, okay, I got some other shit. All you got to do is hit it with, I got some more stuff to bring out, read my book. How much I'm getting it. I'm just saying. I want to see. Yeah, and he goes out to Barkley, too. So, and you know him and Barkley weren't the best of friends. You know, oh, no. their, their time in Houston. And, you know, so Pippen called him fat and a loser. And Barkley <laughs> challenged him to a fight. So Pippen says he won't fight black guys with without refs around so huh. oh well that that was because there was a story that barkley threw like a, like some white guy out of a bar window and got mm-hmm. arrested for it and whatnot so pippen huh. says you won't you won't fat fight black guys with without uh refs around because he'll get his ass whipped so <laughs> anytime pippen could take a shot at barkley <laughs> he'll do it oh man this, this is great it's a must-see TV shit, man. Just must-read, must-see. I mean, everything. But, yeah, he's he's just up in his feelings. A lot of those guys back in the day getting their feelings when they, you know, which I just don't get because, dude, we all know Michael needed you. We get it. But I don't think he's actually come, came out and actually said, did he? I, he, he sh- I think he will be saying, I guarantee you're going to see something in his book. But we get it. Mike never won without you. We we know. But just right now, just promote your book, do what you gotta do, but just don't make yourself sound like an idiot. Don't don't be don't be a Jay in which I hate, you know, throwing the Duke guys under, but don't be a Jay Williams. Shut your ass up. <laughs> do your research before you do. I mean, there's a statue of MJ, not a Pippin, right? Outside there. That's true. That's so, true. I mean, it could it could be bad. It could be some hurt feelings. I mean, he never got he never got his money. MJ did. That's, shit, that's his fault. It, it, which is true. Learn, get a better agent. <laughs> we under, look, dude, especially what he was doing, you know, when MJ left, 
Come on. He went to the ECF with what did he go to? No, he went to the ECF, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He didn't go to the finals with them, but um, well, he got beat by Orlando. But yeah, you could have made your money then. You you decided to you wanted to be um Michael Sidekick. Remember, we all remember when that game he put his foot up? Yeah, the Jordan Amber, Michael, come back. Right, come on. <laughs> and then KD called him soft because he sat out of game seven with a migraine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that too. You can't talk about nobody. Yeah. You know, Kind of your feelings because uh, shut up. Man. But but here's where I, I think is his biggest gripe. Mm-hmm. I think Pippen is watching LeBron, watching KD, watching these guys pass him on the all-time rankings, mm-hmm. knowing that I think he holds a bit of resentment towards MJ, knowing mm-hmm. that you know what I am. I was better than these guys, but maybe. And that time that MJ was out, mm-hmm. I was top 10, top 15 in the league. I was an MVP mm-hmm. candidate. Nobody remembers it. But you see KD, you see uh, LeBron here, because he won't put LeBron over, them, over MJ, but he won't put KD over LeBron. Mm-hmm. And Pippen feels he's better than both of them, so he will never give him his due. Yeah. And he's just watching these guys pass him by. It, it's just... I think there's a lot of resentment, a lot of, you know, like you say, hurt feelings towards these guys. Mm-hmm. And the fact, yeah, with everything that's going on in his life and everything that, uh, you know, you never got properly compensated for it. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, a, it's a tough, tough role for Scotty, but to come out and say it was a racial thing with Kuko, yeah, man, come on shut now. your ass up, man. <laughs> Damn. I hate that shit. Man, we need some legit, so legit man. Yo, Juicy was last week. Kill, kill that nonsense, man. <laughs> Word. Since you get something positive, something negative got to come out. <laughs> it, just, it, it never fails. It never fails. But um, but yeah, it was it was racial. Man, shut up, man. Yeah, yo, I think he was only white. Well, never mind. Yeah, like three, three on the damn team, man. Shut up. Phil Jackson didn't give a damn about no race. <laughs> if you could play, if you could play. He wasn't the hothead. I mean, besides MJ, he was always in the game. He had his rotations. He didn't feel that. Like, come on. That, that's so lame. Especially at that point in it. Just, yeah. Dudes, come on. Oh, God. This just sounds like an old white ass. <laughs> but how much is that book, though? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That right now. I'm buying that. Scotty, you gonna have get money from me because I want to see what's going on. I'm like Marvin Gaye. But he, he did say one thing that I, I did agree with uh, mm. in regards to Giannis and, and Ben Simmons. So he said the difference between those two is that Giannis is not afraid to fail, mm. not afraid to be humiliated, while Ben, you know, just Doc put him in a position to fail and, and mm-hmm. Ben, it, it just doesn't want to uh he, he likes to confidence to shoot and you know just doesn't want to be put in a spotlight in a failure in a failed position so in that sense i agree with scotty because you look at Giannis, he you know time and time again the missed free throws and uh poor decision making but granted he did win the game seven and and he putting on a strong performance against Atlanta. And look at Ben, he's about to be traded. So, 
I, I think in that aspect, he's right. I also think Scotty has solid grade. Yeah, definitely. What the fuck? All right, we'll put it back. All right, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, oh no, we, no. Oh, oh no, we had a basketball on the screen. That, that's that was great. I was. <laughs> she's she shooting them. She's shooting them hoops soon. Yeah, she should be there. She'll be there. But yeah, Scotty's just yeah, let it go. Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's my train of thought of, but yeah, these dudes are all up in their feelings. But like I said, Simmons, yeah, Giannis, he he always, I think he learns from his failures. That's the one thing. He learns from his failures. He works on it. Doesn't make excuses. And that's the kind of leader you want for your franchise. And you know, shout out to him. You keep making your free throws and hurry your ass up. Ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They gotta, they gotta enforce this rule, man. I'm like, it, it sounds like I'm like, I'm, I'm salty, and a part of it is I am. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but if we're talking about rules and shit, <laughs> ten fucking seconds, not twelve, not thirteen, not fourteen, ten goddamn seconds. Shoot the ball. And you, and think about it. It's funny. At his last, when he bounces the ball, and you think he's gonna shoot it, he gets a little bounce in that, then he pats it back. That's what takes him. The longest time because he'll go bounce, bounce. <sighs> when he gets to like seven, eight, do he do something right before that? He'll do something else. Nine, ten, eleven. Okay, twelve. <laughs> like, really? They never call it. Didn't they call it once though? They caught it once. <laughs> caught it but, once. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. But let me see if you agree with me on this one. Mike Budenholzer does not have a job if the Milwaukee Bucks do not make the finals. I think he's gone if he doesn't. I, really uh, I think he still has a job. That, that, so? series, that series against the Nets saved him. I don't know, man. Just sometimes you just, I just, you start questioning him, like, what's going on? Like, how long can he actually last? He's one of those coaches. It's just, I mean, I, 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 win. Yeah, I, I I still think as long as they don't lose in five, mm-hmm. he'll he'll still be around. I I thought they lose against Brooklyn; he was gone, but mm-hmm. they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, unless something like catastrophically bad happens where they totally fold, mm-hmm. I, I think he's still there. Okay, fair enough. Want to keep that? Still think that gets canned. Yeah, I, I just don't think he's that good. No, I, I, I honestly, Atlanta is like he's sure he was a really good coach, but I don't, it's like once he got Giannis, holding Giannis, it seemed like he got comfortable in being like innovative in his plays, and he just got stuck mm-hmm. and very just one sided when he ran it to when he runs the team, and it's just it's just weird. But we'll see. Yeah, it, it, it that team is just weird to me. That mm-hmm. I mean, they should be grateful to be in that position. And yeah. fuck Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of that, oh yeah, you 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 a Lions fan too, so it's either way. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. More Aaron Rodgers nonsense. Uh, speaking of which, shout out to Randy and Matt Bushnell. Randy Hammond, Matt Bushnell, host of the Audible Tuesday night, seven p.m. Eastern, over on Football Life. 
Uh, those guys doing an awesome job. This last week, it was Corey Richmond of the Word Shoot Wrestling Podcast and Randy Hammond going over the AFC North. Uh, they broke down Lamar Jackson and Ben Roethlisberger's time uh, time limit. He's, he's pretty much, I'm pretty sure his time is up. Steelers, Ravens, Browns division to win, and the Bengals, I, well, I think will win more than five games, but those guys did an awesome job this past week. Catch the Audible on Football Life, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, yeah. Uh, focus last week, the Olympic team for the ladies. Uh, that team was also announced. Uh, Ariel Atkins of the Mystics, Sue Bird going back in. Uh, Tina Charles, the league leading scorer, she's in there. Tarazi too, right? Yep, Tarazi. She's coming back this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Smith, Sylvia Fowles, Alicia, oh, I'm sorry, Chelsea Gray, Brittany Griner, Jewel Lloyd, Brandon Stewart, Adriel Wilson, and Fisa Collier. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, the, the U.S. women's team, gold. I mean, it's a dominant performance all the way around. I mean, like their their dominance isn't talked about often enough because obviously I guess the focus is on the men. Mm-hmm. But you look back in history, you look at the Lisa Leslie's, the Cheryl Swoops, the Cynthia Coopers. Those ladies win big, no doubt. And it's just time after time, they give you the maximum effort and you know, like the women's soccer team, and the, you know, it, it's a dominant performance that you know shouldn't be overlooked. Uh, but this team here is a strong team, and much has been made about one omission. Uh, if you guys aren't aware, it's Nika. I hope I get this right. Ogumque. There you go. Uh, the LA Sparks, the only. MVP not to make an Olympic roster. It is wild when you think about it. Like, and her, she has the credentials: uh, six-time All-Star, two-time FIBA champion, league MVP, uh, also the producer of the ESPN special uh, on the women in the bubble, their 2020 season in the bubble. And a huge advocate in social justice. I, I think this was a huge opportunity missed uh, for the ladies of that team to spread their message that they've been doing throughout uh, this past season and last season. Mm-hmm. Not to mention her talent and skill level. To have an MVP off the roster is kind of it's wild to me. It's also hard to find out who I would take off the roster. But if I had to take one off, and it's just hard to do, probably Skyler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sue Bird, I mean, you could, I guess, say age, but she's doing this. Her and Tarasi are in the same role as what Bird and Magic were Mm -hmm. uh, back in their their dream team days. So kind of like the elder statesman, uh, veteran, you know what you're going to get. It's probably the last go around on the team. Absolutely. So, um, 
kind of like an honorary status. Although mm-hmm. they can they can still play more than Bird every day because you know he was he was lying on his back most of the time just to recuperate. But <laughs> and ladies making a huge case for him, Uncle McWay, to be on the roster, but I'm not sure if that will come to fruition. Yeah, you know, so late in the process because it, I mean to have to take one person off. I don't know if anyone would voluntarily come off an Olympic team, but that remains to be seen. For real. Yeah, but the, um, yeah they got to – maybe she makes it on. I don't, I don't know how much time they got left to really make that decision, but I know they have deadlines for that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. hopefully she makes it, but we'll see. But uh, just have to give a shout-out to Sylvia Fowles last – because her game last night was crazy. 30, 14, and 444. Four, four. <laughs> four steals, four blocks, four um, assists. Holy crap. Yeah, and, and, this, and this followed up a 26, 19, five block uh, performance. So 14 year vet over uh, the time in Minnesota and I believe Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, All time leading rebounder. Worthy of that Olympic status. I mean, she's really putting in work and particularly uh, a nice win over in overtime last night against Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Cam Bage had 18 and 20 herself. Aja Wilson on the team. Oh yeah, 23 and 18. So that, that was a that was a nice matchup. Nice win for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany Griner, two dunks on the year. So she's back into form. Uh, another 30 and 10 the other the other night. So uh, nice to see she's back in, in, in good standing, good good health. She took uh, the la- half of last year off. Uh, talking about mental health and, and some time off of that. So that's good to see. Uh, Diana Tarasi is coming back uh, this Sunday after some time missed with uh, Bruce Sternum. So always good to see the GOAT back out on the floor. Uh, you, you know, she still has uh, some game left in her. Absolutely. Uh, Brianna Stewart named the player of the week last week. Surprise, surprise. Uh, <laughs> uh, another week, uh, another award for Brianna Stewart. And the, Tina Charles, you know, back-to-back 30-point games last week. League's leading scorer, uh, former MVP in this league. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the front runners for MVP this season. I mean, at a 36 and 14, I'm sorry, 34 and no, 30 and 14. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 30 and 16, maybe. But you know, either way, mm-hmm. uh, really, really uh, uh, playing well this season. And the Connecticut Sun and Seattle Storm still leading their respective conferences at Commissioner's Cup game out in Phoenix. John Quill Jones doing some work overseas, 36 and 19. I was followed up with a 30 and 14. So she's her her work is just continuing all year round, no matter what continent she's on. <laughs> uh, doing doing some doing some excellent work. These ladies pretty close to the Olympic break. Uh, so the Olympic team was announced at the All Star Game, it's July 14th out in Vegas. All-star voting still uh, 
still good until the 28th of June. Uh, see WNBA, Team WNBA versus Team USA. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who the WNBA roster goes up, uh, picks to go up against that squad. So uh, that, that'd be some good stuff there. Definitely. And for Chicago fans, I want to talk about the Bulls. I need to be focusing on the Skies. <laughs> good Lord. Courtney Vanderson, good. Great. That pass she had, that, man, I got to post it in the group. I got to find it again. But just the no look. And talk about the vision. That girl, good Lord. But yeah, Chicago winning their seventh straight. Literally eighth taking straight. Over the top. Eighth straight, excuse me. Literally, you know, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of shaky now. Kind of yeah, shaky. They're, yeah, they're falling hard, man. Yeah, but the, the schedule has been crazy. You have to play Chicago's way. I think they play the Aces again. I'm like, good Lord, what the hell? Make it up the damn schedule. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that Chicago team, man, they're they going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Vandersloot, your girl Vandersloot, man. Hell, right? oh, yeah. I still, got, I still got the sky in the finals, man. Right now, they're making me look good. Yeah, that's... It's crazy, but yeah, Candace CP3. The other CP3 coming back. Candace Parker, she she had a nice little no look down too. You know what she does on the floor. One of the best ever. Yeah. I mean, it, Eight and oh uh, in games she plays. Yeah, they, they, that team is serious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah Sky, Sky are back, man. You're right. Bro. Clear Cooper and Diamond hmm. the Shields. And, and for those who don't know, Diamond DeShields is the sister of mm-hmm. Milano DeShields uh, of the uh, Rangers. Yep. So, you know, it's, it runs in the family. Exactly. Word. They just, see, you can't run in, you can't run away from DNA in no sports. Hell no. matter. Hell <laughs> no. But you can play. Um, yep. Got the Dare shirt on. Keep off, keeping kids off drugs. Uh, Alex Caruso could not stay <laughs> off the weed. <laughs> A man getting busted out in Texas. LeBron ready to bail him out. Conflicting <laughs> stories of how that Caruso story is, but oh gosh, you know, yeah, you know. damn sure it was. That was a nice touch. Put <laughs> on the dance I just realized that. Yeah, <laughs> man, oh, it's the re- remains of it. And like, nah, B, don't play out there. Nah, not no, not in Texas, man. But yeah, I'm not. You, Whatever that man's out doing down in Texas is his business, but bro. bro. <laughs> Come on, son. Why the hell you get busted? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh man. That, but that. also I like to say about WNBA how I love how you see K D at the games, you know, oh, yeah. got the big stars. A D they had an interview with him, how the stars of the NBA are out there supporting the WNBA, which I love to see. Need more of it. Um, you know, you got Russell Wilson and so you are out there supporting. But yeah, it was really, it's really cool to see. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and the endorsements are, are coming in mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot faster. You see Sabrina when the State Farm commercials, just uh, some Jewel Lloyd and uh, the Microsoft uh, ads. Mm-hmm. Sue Bird is doing CarMax commercials with Curry. So uh, facial recognition is out there. I'm, yep. I'm, Sure, more is to come, and hopefully, that this talks of expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here in Oakland. I, I would like that. That would be awesome. Uh, I like really to, like. I, I'd like to see one in Philly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but this is uh, this is, this is absolutely fantastic to see. Viewership is up. Uh, viewership mm-hmm. is also up in the NBA playoffs. I don't care what you guys say in baseball. Uh, stars are here. Viewership mm-hmm. is up. People are watching. Take that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't forget, don't forget yeah. about the the Jordan, Jordan, New Jordan team. Oh, the oh the Jordan team with the the the, the ladies. Yes, yes. yes. Oh man, that 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 is so awesome to see, man. Yes. And and I think that there's some Kobe inspired shoes with the uh, the uh, WNBA colors. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a slow. I mean, I, I don't know if it's a slow process, but the process is building. Mm-hmm. And I guess credit Jordan, uh, putting his name behind it, putting the effort behind it. This is uh, this is awesome to see. Absolutely, man. More to come. More to come. Oh. You just got to keep riding with it. Oh yeah, and I finished with this last bit of bit of a last little nugget. So there's word going around now that the an NBA floor cleaner makes eighty thousand dollars. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that yesterday. And I'm going. I said I sat down in my chair. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's not a hard job because it's demanding. You got to be quick with mm-hmm. it. But come the fuck on, <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, but the, so the, the cleaner, the water boy. What? Yeah, I know. After I saw that, I read into it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that I could have been following somebody around cleaning floors for eighty thousand dollars. So, you know, it, it is demanding. You get, mm-hmm. you you do have to be quick, but you also have to, you know, know personalities and and mm-hmm. uh, have the water bottle ready and it. You know, it 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 would probably beat what I'm doing now. <laughs> Not that I you know, don't enjoy what I'm doing now, but imagine, See. imagine a forty-year-old going around. Yo. <laughs> Yo, you missed the spot. Yo, what are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You shine, shine real quick. Yeah. Damn, that's cr- wow. You can make a career out of that. Go figure, man. Right. Yeah. And so, with that being said, I looked up uh, some other odd jobs are around the uh, sports. So NFL water boy, average mm. salary is 53,000. Mm. The uh, bullpen catcher, 90,000. But I think those were, I don't know if, if it's like some random guy get, but like, I, I think they had to play in the league at some point. Yeah, I think you, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because, um, the Mets old one, Dave Racanello, I don't think he played in the league. He was just just like an just a, like an extra guy who just go down. Yeah, the just in case. Just, it just, could be just in case or so, it could be somebody. Huh. That's real interesting though. Man. What the hell? What was all this information when we were like, come on now? It, it it's always about who you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause I don't think you're gonna be able to oh yeah, I'm gonna apply to do that now. You know somebody. Yeah. So so I mean, you could have been a bullpen catcher right after you know your. That's what I'm saying, stint, man. I know, right? For the man, yeah, we build myself up a little bit. Yeah, I'll do that. Give me seventy-five, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Jim, you suck. I'm gonna shut the hell up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I would. That'd be fun as hell. Yeah, trying to catch a, uh, a, a DS fastball or a slider, man. Yeah, you don't know what that's going anyway. Yeah, yeah. That, that's wild, though. <laughs> uh, oh, man. NFL, oh, wow. chain, NFL chain gang. $75 to $100 a game. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. PGA caddy, 1000 to 2000 a week. I knew they made some kind of money, decent money doing that. If you want to do what I think that's an awesome Oh, well, yeah, you do see old people doing it. A retirement job, I guess. I yeah, but I like to carry around like those heavy ass bags and 90 degree weather and, and all that. You gotta make sure you know freaking driver from the day. <laughs> hey. You gotta know the clubs. I want number six. You gave me a number eight. Imagine Tiger Woods yelling at you. You stupid motherfucker. See, my personality, I'll probably yell at you. Who do you think you talk to, man? Yeah, beat your ass with these clothes. You better watch these clothes, too. Well, how to drive your fucking car. <laughs> 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 I'm just, I'm just, that, that would actually come out. People say, yes, I, yes, the hell I would. I mean, I have spoken to, uh, I mean, plenty of baseball players that I just, I said some things and, you think he sucks? Absolutely. He was walking right there. Yeah, he still sucks. I don't care if he's playing in the league. I have stories for days when it comes to that stuff. We told the reporter that dude wasn't shit. He was he was he was walking up. You think you're gonna freeze up? Hell no. Be real, damn it. So what oh, yeah. they like about me at my job? I'm very direct. So like it is. That might. You gotta be. But, uh, That's great. Oh, one more thing. Chris Porzingis. Does he stay in Dallas? My man, KP. Yes. Uh, I I thought no, but that was before they let go of Carlisle. Mm -hmm. I think they're gonna make. I think they're gonna try to make that work. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. I mean, at this point. Luca wanted him there. And that's the thing that those reports. Oh, Luca didn't listen. You wanted him there. You got him there. I mean. Sometimes I'm just like, uh, it sucks not having him, but you know, Randall coming up, I'm okay with it, but still pisses me off. Mm. It still will. It should. But, yeah, I mean, it's was, it was still a dumb trade. I mean, you call him soft and everything. You know, I joke about it a lot, but dude, really, I think would have been spent. I think he would be more appreciated in New York, but yeah, soft. <laughs> it's only two words to describe you, and I'm gonna spell it out for you. S A W F T. So, right, shout out to the work that you podcast. Yeah, shout them out. Thursday nights, eight, 7 p.m., right? Yes, I believe they're going 7. 7 p.m., Rustin Uh, You know, WWE still letting people go. Uh, did Becky Lynch come back? Hell no. I don't think uh, so. I thought she Not did. yet. I don't I, think so. I thought she did. Unless I missed it. But Edge came back. Um, no, so that's, just, night. Well, that's good for him, man. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Those are my favorites growing up. That was pretty awesome. Had a little markout moment when he came back up the room. I was like, what? I got up. I was like, oh. oh. That was it. And then the nostalgia was going. That was it. But it was pretty cool seeing Roman Reigns. Told y'all. Once he turned heel, he was going to be the best thing in wrestling. Acknowledge him. 
But um, no, nah, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. You know, SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, it, it's been good though. I ain't gonna SmackDown's been good. NXT, and so I watched Raw. I did surprisingly watch like an hour of it. I don't know how I got through it. Bobby Lashley's thing is pretty. I'm, I'm surprised they're giving him a run. But AEW, I'm gonna try to check that out. Um, see how that works. Either I'm gonna turn that shit off in the first five minutes, or I might get through a half an hour. Um, <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling. That that's really interesting, but I've never had the time to really catch it. I gotta start trying to get into that. But other than that, shout out to those guys. You know, those guys are really knowledgeable on it. Love listening to them. Get more viewership for those guys. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Corey Check Richmond. them all. Come on Corey Richmond, Jason Brooks. Now you can catch those guys. Work, shoot, wrestling podcast on Instagram as well. But, uh, it's been a pretty good episode here. 63. You know, what you got planned for the day, brother? You got a goddamn thing. It's dreary out here. I think I'm going to clean the pool for tomorrow because it's going to be like 90. Uh, I'm going to mess around with 2K, I guess. I'm that bored. Well, first, I'm going to check on my kids. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let me stop by your CPS call with me. No, I'm going to see what they're doing. I am arguing a little bit in the background, but I'm just going to relax a little bit, try not to work. You know how that goes when you're trying hard to work when you're not supposed to. But other than that, I'm just chill for the day. What are you going to be doing down there? How's the weather? Hot. Yeah, it's finally going to be humid. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to sweat a little bit. I'm going to turn my AC on because I turn it off for this for this here. But, you know, um, I thought I had to go to work today, but you know, we'll see about that. And not, <laughs> I'll probably get, try to get some exercise in. But I think we, this was good. Catch uh, the Clipper game tonight. Yes. Uh, Suns Clippers. Uh, you can catch Total Basis Podcast on Monday night. Audible Tuesday. Dong City Wednesday. Work Shoot Thursday. We'll be right back here on Friday. And thank you guys for listening. And until next time, everybody, don't fall out. Fall out.